Today we're talking to Adira Slattery. Hi there, Adira, and welcome to the podcast. Hey, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for asking. <laughs> it's very polite. Yeah. Would you like to introduce yourself and let us know what you do in the indie tabletop role-playing game scene? Yeah, so I'm Adira Slattery. I am a game designer. I make uh, lots of weird, queer games. I do lyric games. I'm on podcasts sometimes. Yeah, some quite famous podcasts, if memory serves. Oh. Well, I mean, yeah. I think... I think One Shot's pretty famous, and you've worked on A Woman with Hollow Eyes as well. Yeah. Both of which I know lots of people are very into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have someone from that side of the scene. Yeah, I did have somebody at my first Gen Con after doing season two of A Woman with Hollow Eyes. I was just like standing around with a bunch of people going to a fan event for a different podcast. And I was just like being a normal person. And somebody pointed at me across the room and yelled, You're a dearest slattery. And I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> amazing <laughs> that's why i get for doing a twitch show <laughs> uh so i understand you're you're part of uh, zine quest this year or maybe in the zine quest fringe yeah zine quest adjacent i, I want to put color in my game and fair do you want to give us an elevator pitch for your zine yeah yeah so the game that i want to be kickstarting uh in february is tension i released this game originally like almost a little less than a month ago and i decided that i really wanted to do a nice treatment for it it's a queer cat and mouse romp inspired by shows like killing eve and the hannibal tv show oh wow i've probably never mentioned this on the podcast before because it would never will have come up but i love killing eve it's like my favorite tv show <laughs> yeah sandra is awesome <laughs> absolutely wonderful person so yeah very cool that sounds amazing yeah so i think you've kind of touched on that there but what stories does tension tell yeah so so tension tells stories about the sort of like queer specific focus of that like investigator killer dynamic. Uh, the game's very clear that all cops are bastards. Uh, so the investigator isn't like specifically a cop because I, you know, I want to be able to sympathize with them. Yeah. Whereas the killer is very easy to sympathize with. Uh, you know, everyone loves mass murderers. Um, <laughs> it's, it's true. Weirdly true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you can tell stories that are more sort of like weird and visceral uh, in the sort of Hannibal vein. You can tell stories that are more like very heavily romantic because like Killing Eve can get pretty romantic. Yeah. But you can tell stories that are like knock down, drag them out romances. Which sounds amazing. I mean, that's that's exactly the kind of stories that I think a lot of people will be really excited to tell because as you said, it's a very queer space. It's a very fun space. People really like these mass murderer storylines for some reason yeah. and yeah they're both very popular shows the ones that you've um added as touchstones there so yeah that's really cool what do the characters do do they have different aims is this a kind of asymmetric thing or are they just trying to avoid each other no so the game is specifically focusing on the scenes where the characters come into contact with each other right yeah so it's a tarot based game and the characters are like doing these scenes based off of prompts which which i can talk more about later yeah but the game is like about their relationship and things and it can get fairly introspective uh for 
the different characters because in addition to creating the two main characters, you also create 20 side characters. Oh, wow. That's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot to keep track of. Yeah. And it feels like a lot, but in play, it's actually like really fun because you can drop these characters in and out. The game is both designed for one shots and for like campaign stories. Like, so you might have some characters never show up. Right. Because you use those cards to do other things. That's really cool. Um, I'm really interested in kind of tarot based games. And so you've got uh, different prompts for different cards that you draw or is it does it work slightly differently to that? Yeah. Yeah. So so there's there's both like some prompts for for cards that you draw. Uh, and also each of the major arcana is tied to a specific character. Right. And so the two main characters each pick one of the major arcana. Yeah. And the side characters each have major arcana. And so the two players will have hands of cards or, or three because there is an optional third player who sort of serves as like an ensemble, um, which is also really yeah, that's fun. Cool, to do. Yeah. The players will have hands of cards uh, and you're playing them and you're either playing them to like change the mood. Like if you want something to be a little more like amped up with the conflict, you might like play a swords card and sort of change the mood of the scene. Yeah. And if you want to introduce a specific NPC, then you play their major arcana from your hand. And to, to start with, it's a, a line of face down tarot cards. And when you flip them up, there are some prompts written in the book, but also you can just go off of the art of the card themselves. Right. It sounds like a really fun game to play. It is. And like very simple as well. You know, um, I, I really like these kind of games where you have prompt links to card, like I guess for the queen and other games like that, you know, games that are mm-hmm. descended from said queen. Yeah, I just think it's a really fun way to play games. Tarot is always really cool because you are relying on the aesthetic of that as well, which means you can switch it up between different games. So it's something that I'm really keen on and into at the moment. So kudos because it sounds amazing. <laughs> I really like Thanks. the idea of this ensemble character as well. What's the kind of role there? So with the ensemble, you're just sort of like constantly bouncing around as these different NPCs, but you're also like providing another writer who is like influencing the action that's not one of the two main characters. Yeah. Which can be really, really fun, especially because anybody can kill anyone at basically any time by discarding a card. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) Which also helps manage the NPC count. Yeah, I mean, if it's 20, you can get through them really quickly then. (laughs) Yeah. So this lets the ensemble do some interesting things where like they can reveal stuff and be like, oh, well, this person died and the other two people don't know who yet. And you can do some neat stuff with flashbacks of of dead characters their cards hang out in this area called the sepulcher uh, which you can like flip down to have little flashbacks come up Uh, the ensemble can cause montages to happen yeah it's very neat it sounds really fun and like very visual and i don't know it sounds almost like a really cool parlor game you know like a a card game that you sit down with other people and play it sounds really fun i I really like the idea of this (laughs) thank you do you want to tell us about the kickstarter then yeah So the Kickstarter is going to be launching February 14th. Very nice. (laughs) Valentine's Day, of course. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And since I'm likely going to just flip off the ZineQuest rules, it might be a month, but it might be two weeks. The game's going to be edited by Dominic Dickey with uh, layout and stuff done by Francita. (gasps) My favorite person. Francita Soto. Yes. Francita does everybody's layout. That's the way to get ahead in um, a TTRPG project at the moment is to get Francita to do your layout for <laughs> oh, you. sure. Francita actually approached me because uh, she really, really likes Hannibal and was like... Amazing. <laughs> I was like, hey, are you thinking about doing layout for your game? And I was like, yeah, I was. I was going to start reaching out to artists. And so then we started talking. I was able to basically entirely skip the 
process of all of that, which was nice because I always feel weird being like, hey, do you want to draw things for my weird gay murder game? Yeah, but like who would say no to that? I can feel think of loads of people who would really like to draw things for a gay murder game. That sounds amazing. Very fair. <laughs> I'm so into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the sort of nitty gritty of the Kickstarter. I'm looking at like a $2,500 goal. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be talking with some local printers. I have recycled shipping materials and so that's really neat uh, i did that for my zine quest last year fun. and it went really really well that's fantastic it sounds really cool do you have any stretch goals in mind no basically there there were two sort of stretch goals well three sort of stretch goals that i had in mind one was a mobile version of the uh, pdf uh, another one was form fillable uh, sheets for the characters and the worksheets that you use to keep track of the npcs so that way they're called orbiting characters yeah so that way when you're dealing with all the characters and all their orbits in like a digital space it's a lot easier to keep track of yeah certainly and then otherwise stretch goals i'm looking at is just like pay raises oh that's really cool yeah i'm very down with that that's that's like a really good way to give back to the community isn't it just say we're gonna pay you but we'll just pay you some more that's great yeah <laughs> i really I, i'm really into that i support that and endorse it thoroughly and like if if the game like knocks it out of the park and does gangbusters then i'll like probably reach out to some people because i feel like tension's pretty easy to uh hack and be like hey you want to write a thing and we can do another little zine yeah, or whatever absolutely that sounds really fun but i'm just trying to hit that initial goal <laughs> yeah that's a great goal and uh, you know it sounds like it's going to be a really successful kickstarter so oh, thank you all the best with that because it sounds fantastic yeah is there anything else you want to talk about yeah there are going to be some actual plays coming out of tension oh that's definitely a good thing to drop yeah yeah going to be uh recording one uh with uh jeff stormer for the party of one podcast uh, where we're going to be focusing oh, on fantastic the two-player version of the game going to be doing a uh, three-player playthrough uh, with the redacted files. Uh-huh, yeah, another great podcast. Yeah, that'll be fun. And I'm going to be talking to uh, the character creation cast about oh, cool. dealing with yeah. making 22 characters. <laughs> That's a lot of characters, yeah. Like, I don't think I'd be able to keep that in my head, so yeah. <laughs> Form fillable character sheets is going to be fantastic for that. Well, it's, it's really nice because the main characters are just sort of a couple of pick lists. Mm-hmm. And the 20 orbiting characters are a relationship and basically a single pick list because the nice thing about tying them to the major arcana is that you saying that this character is the tower does a lot of work it does yeah that's why tarot is so good yeah when i was writing tension i was thinking about sort of like pulling away from tarot to make it just sort of more generically like any sort of art-based oracle deck could work like uh, your dixit or mysterium cards or whatever Mm -hmm. but i just really really loved the associations and things like built in to tarot and like yeah yeah there's nothing that would stop you from playing the game with like other cards but that's why i focused on just like writing it with tarot in mind yeah yeah that sounds absolutely fantastic so yeah you've got a couple of actual play podcasts lined up and Mm -hmm. one slot on character creation cast so yeah everybody go and listen to those uh three podcasts party of one is always one i recommend Jeff Stormer is one of the coolest people in the RPG space. I love Jeff. I know I love Jeff. Your episode, Moon, was really good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Bad Moon, yeah. Bad Moon is really cool. That's a great episode. The Redacted Files, yeah, always recommend that. And Character Creation Cast has been really good from day one. So fantastic. Keep listening out. Mm-hmm. Adira, do you want to tell us where we can find you online? Yeah, so I'm Adira Slattery. You can find me on Twitter at Adira Slattery. Uh, you can get my games at adira.itch.io. Uh, I'll be sending uh, Marks along a link to uh, the Kickstarter page uh, so that way whether it's the preview page 
or the Kickstarter itself. You can find that in the description. Uh, otherwise, yeah. if you go to adira.itch.io and click the tension page there, there'll be a link to go to the Kickstarter from there and probably from my Twitter. I also have adiraslattery.com. But yeah, uh, Google me. Absolutely. And please do because Adira is a very cool designer and everybody should be listening out to her. Oh, thank you. So Adira, with that in mind, thank you very much for coming on Yes Indeed Pod in this crazy month and good luck with your Kickstarter. Yeah, thank you for having me. No problem. Yes Indeed Pod is hosted and edited by Mark Shepard of Marks of High Water. You can contact the show on Twitter at Yes Indeed Pod, that's Y-E-S-I-N-D-I-E-D-P-O-D, or support the show by leaving a rating or review, or donating through Ko-Fi at Yes Indeed Pod. Intro and outro music is from Take a Chance, and interstitial music is from BitQuest, both by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Filmmusic.io. Until next time, remember, does Indy need you? Yes Indeed!